Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Kicking off hour number two. What's going on, DMV? How's everybody doing? 106.7 The Fan on your AM FM dial. It's on the Odyssey app and on our stream at thefandc.com. However you got us tuned in today, we appreciate you hanging out with us for a bit. Danny Noakes with you. Lanelle Willingham producing and co-hosting. 800-636-1067 is the MGM National Harbor listener line. Plenty more to get to in the second hour of the show. The Senior Bowl is currently ongoing, and my boy Linnell, he's got some thoughts on Malik Willis, the Liberty quarterback, and some of the other quarterback prospects that will get drafted here in a couple of months, whether or not they end up here in Washington, D.C. as a new member of the Commanders. Well, that remains to be seen. But we're going to talk about it, look at some of the prospects, look at who might help out this Washington Commanders team going forward at that quarterback spot. But right now, back to the phones And we welcome in our third and final guest. He's a good friend of mine. His name is Dwight Vick. He's a former All-Big East offensive lineman at Virginia Tech. You can find him on Twitter, at Vick757. Dwight, what's going on, buddy? You having a good weekend? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself, boss? I'm doing good. Hey, and before I get into any football here with the Commanders or the Hokies, which we're both going to talk about, how about your son getting the win last night with Patriot High School over Battlefield? I saw your post they're going to move up the all-met rankings. They're going to be climbing those rankings like a ladder pretty soon. Yeah, man. Um, it's Number one, Battlefield was a good team, man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to be 19-0 and ranked in the state and the all-metro rankings, which is you grew up here. I've been living up here since 2000. That is huge. He doesn't understand because he's only 15 and this is only his second year of high school. But, you know, when you're up there with the DeMathas and the Paul the Sixes and the media attention they're getting, it was a great win. Um, he came back from injury, was a step slow, uh, but he had missed three games. His last game last Saturday, he strained his growing. But he came back. It was sold out. It was just crazy. It was great fans. The student sections were lit, as the kids always say. And um, I was a proud dad. I'm proud of uh, they, they're led by head coach Sherman Rivers who was the Potomac High School out in Dumfries, superstar himself, went on to play D1 ball at Women Mary and played nine years pro. So, um, you know, uh, happy, happy for them last night. Thank you for that shout-out because, I, you know, they got another game, and they want to keep it going. They, they're humble, and they're focused on making a run to states, and, you know, they're mainly sophomores and juniors, which is even crazier. Yeah, it, it is really crazy. And, and your son, how tall is Isaiah now? So he's six five and he's only fifteen. Ooh. He'll be this May. He's already taller than me, and um, you know it's crazy, man. He's not done growing. Um, I'm not a doctor. I don't. I'm not good at projecting heights. I didn't. Even, he kind of snuck up on me uh, during the COVID year in 2020. He was five uh, ten, maybe oh, five wow. nine, and then he grew six or seven inches. <laughs> oh my gosh, man! Like a tree. Yeah, yeah I know, man. And, um, 
it's cool, man. You know, I'm praying. You know, I, I'm staying on him about his grades and raising children. Having three is 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 a blessing, but it's hard work to your listeners out there who have kids, whether they play sports or not. So, it's a second, third, fourth job. But um, I'm proud of him. Proud of his teammates. And like I say, he plays for a phenomenal coach, and they have a great team. And you know, Northern Virginia. I didn't move up here from the seven five seven until two thousand. So I've learned very quickly. The DMV has great talents, and Northern Virginia's right there with their basketball clubs. They definitely are, and, and I'm just so happy for all you guys, Dwight. I'm rooting for you, too, so hey, keep it going. Keep the momentum rolling. I absolutely love it. And if any of our listeners need like a, a reference as to how tall Dwight is, there's a picture on social media. It's on Twitter. It's on Facebook of me and Dwight standing next to one another. Dwight's <laughs> probably got at least half a foot on me, so if Isaiah's taller than Dwight... He's he's gonna be a beast. I can't I can't wait to well, see what he does. Yeah, and I'm big and tall. I'm gonna I played <laughs> basketball in high school. I played for Boo Williams. That's my favorite sport. But yeah. um, I'm a lineman, defensive, offensive tackle in high school, offensive lineman for Tech. So I got broad shoulders, <laughs> and as I got older, I got bigger. You know, he is a straight man. He looks like Brandon Ingram. He's a basketball. <laughs> <boy. laughs> Yes, that's absolutely right. We've got our buddy Dwight Vick, former Virginia Tech offensive lineman and captain for the Hokies on the horn with us right now. You can find him on Twitter at Vic757. I definitely want to get your thoughts on Coach Pride, the new head man down there in Blacksburg, Dwight. But before we do, I, I know growing up down there in the 757, the Hampton Roads area, the Washington Redskins were a very big deal. And regionally back then, no, there was just no debate about it, right? But I, I was kind of curious as to what you thought about seeing them change their name officially to the Commanders this week. It was really a, a disjointed effort, but at the end of the day, I don't hate the name, but it was just, it's very weird, isn't it? It is weird, and I, I, I don't, there was a lot of disdain from different people in my circles, and I uh, you know, you and I are heavily on Twitter, which mm-hmm. is the pulse of the media and fan bases across the globe. I'm not an anti-commander name. It's just weird, you know, yes. because I grew up, you know, calling him the old name. I don't want to get in trouble. But, <laughs> you know, it's just I for years I was used to it, you know, got some hats and some jackets. Mm-hmm. And my dad and father-in-law are still diehard Washington commanders fans. You say it so smoothly. Have you been practicing? I, I have. I, I had to, man. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I think after a while, like everything, you'll get used to it. I mean, it is what it is. You know, to me, if I'm a if I'm a Washington Commanders fan, I'm more so concerned about the brand. I'm looking at the Senior Bowl. I'm looking at drafts. I'm looking at our team. You won a division two years ago. Dallas, uh, again, as usual, underachieved. And you have some pieces there. It's more so about whether or not we can get back in the mix because – you know, not to skip ahead in, in this segment about the Super Bowl, but if you look at what Cincinnati's done, they have proven, because believe me, you can listen to Hoosman Zada, who was a former great wide receiver with the Bengals, and they'll tell you, Cincinnati, despite their success, um, when they had those playoff runs with Chad Ochocinco and all those guys, they never really could achieve the success they've had here recently this season. And a lot of it is because, without even with Carson Palmer, they didn't have support for management and ownership. I mean, there was rumors, Hushman's out said on his podcast, where he had to buy his own jock straps and gear. So if you're Washington, get over yourself with the name because everything changes ultimately right now. Yeah. Whether you want to make it about, oh, I'm tired over this whole stay woke society or if you're frustrated about different things because you're a traditionalist, I get it. I can respect that, especially to your OGs listening. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a name change. 
I would be more concerned about the brand, the inside operations, and whether or not they're going to get back to glory, whatever their name is. Because, you know, I look at Washington. My, my daughter is a diehard Eagles fan, and she went to the game. And you know this. You and I have been talking about this on our own podcast um, that we do with Mike. And at the end of the day, Washington, the stadium, continues to get taken over by opposing fans. So there's a brand issue. There's an internal operation the name itself, we'll get used to it. You know, you're going to have jokes and things like that. But, you know, this is the world we live in. I'm curious to see what, what who they draft. They got to get a quarterback, and they got to get some, the right personnel to go with some of those pieces that make sense. Guys like Logan Thomas, who you and I know very well from our days of being Hokies. That's right. And it's it, you're right, though. You make a lot of really good points there, and I will definitely get used to it. I, I'm, I'm of the mindset. I never rooted for the team because their name was the Redskins. That, that was never why I rooted for them. They're the team here in D.C. I root for all the D.C. teams. That's, that's my simple thinking as a fan from that standpoint. But Well, Danny, just to add to that, you're 100% right. Because, like, mm-hmm. you know, the Wizards, <laughs> when yeah. I moved up, and even as a kid, it was the Bullets, and they changed the name. I believe it was a combination of management and the fan vote and the Wizards. But honestly... I'm used to saying the Wizards now. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, those your longtime listeners that followed uh, the Wizards when they were the Bullets, they changed their name because if you go back to the 80s, 70s, and 90s, D.C., there was, it was some murder capital, the crack epidemic. It needed to be changed. You know, I get the nostalgia with the old name. They won a championship. But, I mean, you know, to me, Wizards fans aren't frustrated because of their name. They're frustrated because they're giving up 35-point leagues. Yeah, and that's, and that's definitely a good reason to be frustrated. <laughs> And, and I, yeah. I would also point to all of the, the 30 years that Dan Snyder's owned the team. There's been plenty of reasons if you wanted to stop rooting for the Washington football franchise. There have been plenty of reasons for you to stop doing that before they ever changed the name. So before, before we move on, talk a little college football here, Dwight. I just want a quick pick from you between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. Who's going to win Super Bowl 56 next weekend? Don't do this to me, Danny. You already <laughs> made Look, you know, you and I did this several months ago with the NBA, and we thought we had it. We That's got true. one right, and we got the Nets wrong. <laughs> um, I'll tell you this, man. I'm going to go with the Rams, but yeah. I will caution all your listeners, including yourself. Number one, I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. The, the halftime shows being hyped and oh, yeah. some legends. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great Sunday. We all need this, given the climate of the world we live in right now. But I'll say this. The Bengals will be in this game. I know they have the 18th ranked defense, but something about Burrow, his swagger, the way he says stuff, he has a feel. I'm not going to get caught up in calling him a Brady and all that stuff. I right. Let him be him. But the Bengals are here for a reason. They beat the Chiefs twice, and they came back. They're the only team besides New England and the Patriots, led by the Hall of Fame GOAT Brady, that have beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs since Mahomes has been there. Um, just think about that. That didn't happen. They beat them twice. Yeah. And the last game was done by their defense. And we all know what the Chiefs can do in 13 seconds. And they came back on them. So I think at the end of the day, man, they're there for a reason. And how many times you can go back, I mentioned Brady, when they played the greatest show on turf when he came on the scene, taking over for Bledsoe, and everybody, including myself, had the Rams winning that game because they were the greatest show on turf with, you know, holding those guys, the Hall of Fame players. And Brady and them took over. Now, that was the Belichick-led defense. The Bengals aren't a strong juggernaut. If you look at the Rams and their personnel, you know, you look at Matthew Stafford, a guy that has been beat up and been through it since his days in Detroit. So he's easy to root for. But something about Burrow, he's done it on every level. And, I mean, it's going to be a great game. you got some stars. You're going to see, you know, uh, 
what's my guy's name? The receiver for the Rams, the the star. Um, Cooper Cup. Jay, uh, uh, the receiver. God, help me out, Danny. That's always in the news, popular. He came from Cleveland. OBJ, yeah. OBJ is going to give you a show. I wouldn't be surprised if he jumped on the stage at halftime. <laughs> so, That's a you good know, prediction. at the end of the day, it's going to be entertaining. Um, I, I would give a slight edge to the Rams with their defense and their secondary, but um, the, the Bengals have receivers. They have talented quarterback, obviously, as I mentioned. And then there for a reason, but I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Okay, take that, take that. I like I, I like it, and and that's fine. I'll, I'll give you take backs. I'll also go on the record with you and, and say that I'm rooting for the Bengals. I'd like to see the Bengals. I just think it's a really cool story. But my brain says the Rams, so I'm gonna pick the Rams to actually win the game. But Dwight, before mm-hmm. I let you go, buddy, I, I just want your quick thoughts on Virginia Tech getting a new head coach for their football program in Brent Pry. I saw your tweet. I, it was either yesterday morning or this morning talking about how some of the fans that are a little bit newer, maybe a little bit younger, aren't really used to seeing some of the things that this new coaching staff is doing. Good things, by the way. Things that the Justin Fuente staff did not do. They're they're just much more transparent. They're much more out in the public. I, I just have a better... I have a better, uh, I have more confidence in the fact that they're gonna, they're coming prepared and they're gonna recruit the state of Virginia. So it seems like Virginia Tech is is in a much better spot than they were at the end of the season. Absolutely, prize my guy. He was a grad assistant when I was there in the late '90s. Um, he went to Penn State. I've talked to several Penn State fans. They are sick to see him leave because if you look at all the talent they've stolen from. D.C., Maryland, and Northern Virginia, and throughout the Tywood area. It's because of him when he was recruiting so heavily at Penn State, along with Anthony Poindexter, who's still on staff at Penn State. Um, Look, Virginia Tech has a huge following in two areas on the East Coast, the North Carolina area and, number one, the DMV. Mm -hmm. Um, You saw what they've done several times when they played up in um, FedEx. So at the end of the day, he is back in town, and they have a great staff. I mean, I'm telling you right now, I don't do all the euphoria. I'm not, I don't get caught in the moment. But the staff they have he's put together is top-notch because he has a great mixture of young, enthusiastic coaches. He also has uh, Rudolph, one of the best online coaches in college football. And you saw what he did with Wisconsin. But most importantly, the brand is improving. Sports now and has been since social media is all about the brand. you got to be relevant on the field, but you also have to have relationships, connect with other high school head football coaches, and know where to go. You know, if you look what Beamer did, Beamer went to Baltimore City, Baltimore, where they filmed The Wire, and he got Antonio Freeman. He Mm -hmm. grew up around that. He went to places and got Josh Morgan from Washington, D.C., Southeast D.C., may I add. Uh, Fuente was not doing that. And those guys in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, PG County, Tidewater, the 804 Richmond, and Northern Virginia have historically been great to Virginia Tech, sprinkling some Florida players. Since Fuente took over, they started going to other schools. And Maryland fans listening know what I'm talking about because they have the same issue in basketball and football. But the difference is Virginia Tech was a winning program in football and was always playing for ACC championships and BCS bowls. Pride knows that. And he's not here just to be happy, and he's not here for the moment. He's here to make Virginia Tech relevant again and also get those relationships going and get that in-state talent as well as the surrounding areas, as I mentioned, with Maryland, D.C. So I'm ecstatic. And it's not just about recruiting, because if you look at the winning football coaches, it's about being involved and engaging. Whether you think it's fake or not, seeing Nick Saban do the cha-cha slide at a fish fry cookout in the South, 
I mean, come on. I mean, you think he might be this, that way, but he understands, he gets it. Mm-hmm. And part of recruiting for any business or any team is having those relationships and pride all about it. And, um, you know, it looks great and promising for Virginia Tech. I'll just end it with, of course, they got to win. You can be excited all you want. But I think when you have that kind of staff, you start getting the talent that needs to be there, you're going to win on the field. I'm just excited that we get to actually watch the spring game on TV this year, right? It's been kept so far under wraps the last few years. It's really been hard to get a good look at what the program's going to look like coming up in the fall. But, Dwight, I really appreciate the time, as always, my man. Give your family my best. Really appreciate it. And we'll catch up again very soon. Sounds good, man. I appreciate you, man, and um, thanks again. You got it, bro. That's Dwight Vick, former Virginia Tech, former All-Big East offensive lineman for the Hokies. He's also the founder of Victory Life, co-host of the Vick 757 podcast with his cousin, Michael Vick. And yes, I get to invade that podcast every now and then, which is a lot of fun with my segment, Noakes Notes, getting to talk to Mike and Dwight Vick. So Dwight's always very active. Well, no, he's got a lot going on between... I think he's got three podcasts, two of which I do with him. So we have fun. We, we have a good time together. And he's a good football mind. I say, that's a big man. Yeah, it is a big man. It is a big man. Happy for a son, too, man. That's yeah, great. Isaiah is We were a, just talking about it. It's pre show cool. about the I know, dude. talent in this area. And man. it's crazy because Isaiah, I remember seeing Isaiah when he was just a little tiny kid. And now he's 6'5 and helping lead the Patriot boys basketball team to a 19-0 record. So far, absolutely ridiculous. It's really cool. So thanks again to Dwight. We'll step aside. We'll take a break. Segment went a little long, but we'll get back on track coming up next. This is The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know, just big pimping here on a Saturday afternoon, 426 p.m. Saturday, February 5th, 2022, 8 No, 
Yes, eight days outside <laughs> of Super Bowl 56. Linnell, I'm all screwed up, man, because I'm thinking, I, I keep thinking, and we do have a football game tomorrow, but it's not the football game we're all looking forward to. Not the one that matters, man. Not the one that matters. No, no, no. No, nah, but I'll check out that. I'll check out that Pro Bowl. Hey, speaking of bowl games, how about that Senior Bowl that we're witnessing right now? Not the game itself, right? But some of the performances that we're seeing, it's our first showcase of you know a lot of these NFL prospects. And you've been looking at Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty, who most draft experts probably have as the number one guy. Some of them have Kenny Pickett. But Malik Willis, I think, has the most raw talent. He's certainly got a more, I think he's got a better NFL body than somebody like Kenny Pickett does, right? Yeah. They're going to start talking about Kenny Pickett's hands being too small pretty soon. Yeah, it's uh, it's been interesting. You know, this week in Mobile, you've seen uh, Malik Willis do some nice things, you know, for his draft stock. I think going into the week, you know, there was a consensus that Kenny Pickett was going to be the top quarterback taken, you know, amongst these evaluators. But, you know, once you see a guy in person, on the field level looking at him, and you're not just evaluating from the tape. And like you mentioned with Willis, the thickness of a yeah. kid. There's just so much meat on that bone, man. And he's and, and he's also, I think, you know, a little bit more mobile than you would expect somebody that that has that that thickness about them to be able to move. I mean, we were watching him roll out of the pocket on one of those plays and he made it look pretty easy. I mean, if you have a guy that can both, you know, just launch a ball down the field, but also be able to escape the pocket. I mean, that's the ideal situation. Most of the best quarterbacks in the NFL can really do it all at this point. Yeah, man. He uh, The ball pops out of his hands. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, the athleticism. Matt Miller, uh, well-respected draft guy, I don't know if you're familiar with his work, just tweeted, Malik Willis looks like by far the most explosive player in the whole draft with the ball in his hand. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. He, he is. He's something, man. I'm seeing it on the timeline too. There's a bunch of people that are tweeting about Malik Willis's performance today. Yeah, yeah. He made a really, uh, really good scramble on a third down to get them down into the red zone and set him up for a scoring opportunity. But he, he's just like we've said. He, he's got that ability. The arm talent's evident on tape. You know, he can make a variety of different throws off platform, a la Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, and sort of what you want in your quarterback in 2022. He's just as dynamic of a guy with the ball in his hands as it gets. I mean, quick so, twitch, tough finisher, all the everything you want. Really, the only question now for Willis is where is he going to go? Right? How early is he going to go? How much is his draft stock going to improve from here? Because I only expect it to go up. Right? It's only going to get better. I would think I, he still has a pro day to do. I think that could even help him. We yeah. want to see what he clocks in that forty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And we have the scouting combine too. That's a, that's another thing that we have to look forward to. So on this same topic, I spent some time today just kind of looking at the NFL draft order because I don't think that the commanders are actually going to have a chance to draft Malik Willis, unfortunately, unless they move up, right? Yeah. From from the number the number 11 spot, I just don't see it happening. And there are a few teams in front of them, starting at number three with the Houston Texans, who one of their biggest needs is a quarterback. And it's, man... See, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I was a big fan of the way Davis Mills handled himself last year. Yeah, in, in Houston, in 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 uh, in, in Tyrod Taylor's yeah. in, in relief of uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I thought he had a couple nice games mm-hmm. and didn't really have any weapons at his disposal either. And Seriously, he could only get better. I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and and it's by all the way, about your, what, what flavor of quarterback you're looking for? Exactly, and and is he the guy? Right, because everybody's looking for their franchise guy. Three is obviously 
you have to hit on the number three pick. I mean, you absolutely have to hit on it. So is Malik Willis that, you know, is he that sure pick that he's going to turn into your franchise quarterback? I think if Houston's not sure of that, they're not going to take. And so then you probably see that, NFL.com has the Carolina Panthers at number six as one of their biggest needs being a quarterback, but they have Darnold, right? And mm-hmm. and Darnold, Darnold started off pretty well, but then he got hurt and then he just wasn't playing as well. Not saying that that's because of the injury. I I think Dar- Darnold is limited in, in a lot of capacities, although I did say that I would have liked for Washington, the commanders, at the time, the football team, to have gone after him this offseason before they ended up with, with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But I don't necessarily think that Carolina at number six, is going to take a quarterback. I mean, even if Willis is sitting there. See, that that's where I may you know, tend to disagree with you. There. Really? I, don't think, okay. I don't think Sam Darnold is impacting the decision-making as far as whether or not to take a quarterback. That's true. He, for all accounts, is not the guy. Yeah. Doesn't well, have what it takes to be a starter. Here's the other thing about Carolina, too. A lot of people are unhappy with their head coach, mm-hmm. uh, the guy from Baylor, and – I don't necessarily think that I, I, he's probably getting a little bit more flack than he deserves. I think because they started off really well. They did. They, they did. They uh, did. A soft schedule. So be. But so if you're going through, if you're if you're going through a coaching change, you know the new coach is going to want his own quarterback. We've seen how this plays out, right, with Jay Gruden and, and that whole saga, and we see it in the NFL all the time. So. Yeah, I, I you make a good point. It's a very good counter argument right there, and that's why it's just. It's kind of tough to see because you have Denver sitting there at number nine. They're gonna, mm-hmm. they're it's pretty, it's pretty certain that they're gonna draft a quarterback. They don't, they don't seem to be convinced that Drew Locke is the guy, and Drew Locke's been hurt. So it's one of those ghost destinations for uh, Aaron Rodgers as well. Talk oh, about Denver, yeah. Nathaniel Hackett now down there is the head man that was Rodgers' OC in Green Bay. Interesting. But back to Carolina though, man. Yeah, yeah. The buzz this week at the Senior Bowl. Some respected people on Twitter that I follow say that they really are in love with Kenny Pickett. Yeah, that okay. is they're what they're what they're calling the worst kept secret in Mobile from this week is the Panthers' love for Kenny Pickett. I couldn't believe, and, and it's it's just because it's it's the Pitt Panthers, I think. And I, I I went to Virginia Tech. I'm a Virginia Tech fan. Obviously, I watch a lot of ACC football. So Pittsburgh. Their head coach is Pat Narduzzi. I've interviewed him a couple of times. I actually have a funny story. I won't go through it right now, but they're just not that great a team, and they weren't that good this year. So the fact that he was a Heisman finalist just always threw me off. And I think he will he could be a fine NFL quarterback, but I don't know. I was having this conversation with, with my brother earlier this week, and we were kind of wondering what Washington might do. And at the end of the day, the best foot forward for, for the commanders might just to be trade back from 11, go get a quarterback, but wait a little bit later in the draft. Maybe you can develop him if you're able to go out and get a veteran either by free agency this year or if they trade for somebody. Because I can't imagine that Fitzpatrick's coming back. Heineke will probably still be on the roster, but I think it's pretty clear that he's not ready to be a starter. And he'll probably have a job for a while as a backup, but... The, the the best path forward for for the commanders might actually to be go with the veteran, trade back and get one of the quarterbacks that's not as highly rated. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? We're we're at that point in the offseason where you know speculation is running rampant on everything. You know? Big there's, time. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a dog in each race, pretty much. Yeah. So, but with the quarterback thing, if my my philosophy is if you fall in love with a guy, 
go get them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go get them. You know? Yeah, and I think the best teams do do that. They, when, they, when they've got their guy, they won't stop at anything to go get him. So that's a very good point. We'll step aside. We'll take another quick break. We've got more to get into. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan, a handful of Hokies football and basketball broadcasts, as well as some Nats games. So that's, that's always fun. So I wanted to give you, Linnell, this list. It's the definitive list of names that are more ridiculous than commanders. All right, I've been waiting. I've been teasing this. I've been waiting to go off on it. So, are you ready for it? You ready for me to run down this list? Let's I'm, hear it, man. I want to hear. I want to hear your thoughts on some of these. Well, oh, I'm going to give it to you straight. All right. So let's start with the obvious ones here in town. Right, the Washington Wizards. <laughs> That's an obviously worse name than the Washington Commanders. I mean, come on. Yeah. Our our logo for the longest time was the the wizard with the goofy look at basketball and whatnot. Look, I love the Wiz. That's what we call them. It's short. It's sweet. Whatever. It doesn't bother me, right? But when they chose that name, there was plenty of backlash. And people still refer to the fact that the Wizards is one of the most ridiculous names in professional sports. Because it is. It, it is silly. I like their hashtag that they have going on Twitter. Hashtag DC Family. Oh, yeah, I like, I like the that hashtag. One. They yeah. got a really good hashtag. That, that's a great one. DC Family's perfect. Uh, I've seen them do DC above all before, too, which I also like. If we're staying in the NBA... I think the New Orleans Pelicans is a ridiculous name. <laughs> what? Okay, now, I think it's a bird. Yes, Pelican is a bird, yeah. Does it have anything to do with the city of New Orleans or the state of Louisiana? Well, maybe the state of Louisiana, because there, there is part of Louisiana that is on the coast. So, and a Pelican is a coastal bird that can, you know, they got a big, giant beak okay. that they can, like, scoop fish with and stuff like that. So, I mean, come on. The Pelicans are cool-looking birds, but we all laughed when we heard that an NBA team was going to go by the New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, come on. Right? And there's a lot of ridiculous animal names that are going to be on here. Okay? Here's one that's not necessarily... I think it's actually... I think they took a similar approach to what the Commanders did. So it's not that this is worse, but the Oklahoma City Thunder... I think it's a fine name, yeah. right? And it's relevant to, you know, Oklahoma, where I believe Oklahoma, I think, is a part of what they call Tornado Alley. Yeah, that Midwest so they, portion of the yeah, country that just yeah. gets slammed. By by all sorts of crazy weather down there, right? So I you know, Thunder's fine, but it's not even it's not even technically a tangible thing, right? And they, that's why they, they use lightning as their it's <laughs> their actual logo. All right. So those are my those are the NBA teams. How about baseball? The Phillies. The Phillies. They just named themselves their city. The Philadelphia Phillies. Now that should get more slack. Right. You th- Be- okay, you think what so? Is, what is a Philly? And what is, I know, what is I have their no idea. logo? Isn't it the logo just a P? It's a P. Yeah, it's a P. Well, just like a W. Well, it might have <laughs> been a... If they came out with the name in 2022, it might get some traction. Right. All the people my age right now are talking about pushing P. Exactly. You know, so. Okay, how about the Oakland Athletics? Right? I like that you can shorten their name to the A's, and I think that's funny, but at the end of the day, athletics, yeah, baseball is a part of athletics, just like every other sport. Athletes, athletics. A- okay, it's been around a, It's been around 100 years, so we don't even blink at it, right? It's another one of those names where how do you tie a mascot yeah. to a- what you're being called? To the athletics, exactly. You just make something up. Right? Yeah. Like Essentially, right? Yeah. What they did. A big letter A, a guy dressed up in the letter A. Exactly. Uppercase, of course. Right? <laughs> How about any team named after a sock? 
The Red Sox. The White Sox. Again, been around forever. But it's Sox. They're Sox. Makes no sense. I would say the White Sox even are better because I don't wear red socks. No. So. Kurt Schilling had red socks, right? In 2004, bloody ankle. Wink, wink, right? Funny. Yeah. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, here, all, I'm here for the next uh, little under two hours. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, th- I think the, the, any team named after a sock, someone ridiculous. All right, in the NFL, same thing as the Phillies, the Houston Texans. <laughs> in a state that you share with the Dallas Cowboys, right? Another team that you couldn't figure out a name, so you just called them the state. They're the Texans. And they're just embarrassing about <laughs> the way they handle themselves oh, as yeah. an organization from they the really owner are. to the... They're just a laughing stock. Yeah, and, and what when, makes uh, it worse? What's his name? Bill O'Brien. When Bill O'Brien was their head coach, that dude made some questionable, questionable boneheaded. Decisions. How about this one? The Carolina Panthers. I, I like the Panthers though. I like the I like the name Panthers. Right. I've seen a lot because they're Charlotte had a lot of fun with with this week with the Commanders name because <laughs> there are a lot of ex Redskins fans yeah. down there in, yeah. in Charlotte. That's a family down and there, so. Yeah. Panthers is a fine name in and of itself, but how many teams do we have named the Panthers, right? How many? It's a lot. Florida Panthers, I, and hockey. That's just, right, and that's just professional. Talk about high school. Talk yeah. about college. Yeah. Like, there's a million teams named the Panthers. And you forewent the, I guess they have to be somehow related, but they could have been the Carolina Cougars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what a Panther. That's, that's my, a Panther that, that, that's my best. That's the best part of the Panthers to me. That I like, I love their stadium, by the yeah. way. Bank of America's cool. I like, I like Bank of America. But so, you know, the point, the point here, and by the way, maybe, maybe the, the Montreal Canadiens, you're not even the only team that plays in the NHL that's from Canada. So it really, makes no sense. <laughs> it really doesn't make any sense, but they've been around a million years being dramatic. But so that's the point. I was about to say, yeah, Danny, as you're going through this list, I'm starting to feel a little bit better yeah, and, about commands. And and that was that was the point. We're having a little fun here. We're poking some fun at these teams because everyone's been giving it to us recently. We could give it back, but we could do this all day, right? We could do this with all sorts of professional teams. Commanders isn't the worst. It's not the most ridiculous. It's not even close when you start to stack it up against some of these other names. None of what I said, by the way, none of anything that anyone has said about the new name is rooted in any kind of fact, all right? None. It's, it's entirely opinion-based, <laughs> right? True. And we've all got them, right? We've all got our opinions. Who cares, though, what the people in other cities that don't root for the team that we root for are saying about the commanders, right? Nothing's going to matter. Because a year from now, I guarantee it is just not even... It's not even going to be a thing. It's not even going to be a thing. So I want to give a shout-out to Ricky and the boys. Ricky Noakes, my younger brother. Ricky and the boys on the way to have a little fun. I'm actually headed to his place after we hang things up here, get off the air around 6.30, so that'll be fun. But shout out. Got some folks listening in and around the DMV. Appreciate you tuning in, and we'll step aside. We'll take another quick break. Coming up next, we wrap up our number two. Show's going fast. 800-636-1067 is the MGM National Harbor listener line. Those will be open if you want to jump in. Coming up next on 106. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Seven, the fan. Man, I'm a little disappointed that we're not going to get Jay Z at halftime of this this uh, this Super Bowl because we have an amazing yeah. we have an amazing amazing halftime show that's slated for this Super Bowl. But just imagine if we threw Jay Z in there too. That'd just be incredible. Big pot of gumbo. <laughs> you know it's funny too, Lanell. I think they they really just kind of. Didn't they add Kendrick Lamar a little bit later on after they had they already had like Dr. Dre, Eminem, Mary J. Blige yeah, lined up? He's supposed to be the the modern day West Coast representative, I yeah. feel like. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of Kendrick. You're not a bit you're not a big Kendrick fan. I'm a big Drake guy, man. Really? <laughs> I love me some Aubrey Graham, Danny Noakes. Dude, I that is that is awesome. I like them both to for for what it's worth. Uh my actually my favorite rapper is MF Doom. Rest in peace, Daniel Dumil. MF Doom. Yeah, MF Doom. I'll try. I, I'll I gotta show you some MF Doom. I'll look him up. Yeah, yeah. He passed away uh, suddenly. I guess that was last year. Yeah, I think it was because it, it was, they didn't announce it until like Christmas Day. It was very weird. Uh, but yeah, MF Doom, Action Bronson. Those are two of my favorites. Uh, I do have a file on Action Bronson. Yeah, Action Bronson. I'm a fan guy. of Action. He's Bronson, my guy, man. dude. I like I liked his early stuff. You know, Blue Chips, Blue Chips too. His early mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Those are my favorite. I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pumped that we're gonna get. We, we have an amazing halftime show. Like, don't don't let me don't let me uh, kind of underhype it because it's gonna be awesome. I just we've had some great Jay Z songs on the show today. So it's got Linnell's spinning some great tracks, and it's got me fired up. You know, Big Pimp and Izzo. I, I love all of that stuff. So why don't we go over to the MGM National Harbor listener line where Joe in Arlington has been kindly and patiently waiting for us. Joe, thanks for calling, man. What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Uh, first, before I vehemently disagree with you on something, let me say you do a good show, and I'm, I've enjoyed listening. Thank you. Um, you know, I couldn't disagree. I keep hearing from people on that station, well, all the Redskins have to do, or the commies, all the commies have to do is win, and everybody will come back. There is a large segment that is not coming back. i got to tell you, okay? They were Redskins fans. And it's a generational thing, sure. They're a, a somewhat older, over 45 or whatever. But I, I can tell you, I was a season tick holder, ticket holder since FedEx opened. Mm-hmm. I, I canceled the season tickets the day they dropped the Redskins name. And there are a lot of people in my section that did likewise. We were Redskins fans. We liked the, the Redskins, the logo, the colors, the song. I haven't watched a, a, a whatever WFT game since the name changed. I'm not coming back if they start to win. I don't care anymore. It's no different than if the Ravens or the Panthers or the Eagles had a good season. I don't care. 
I've spent my money on the Caps instead and the Nats to some extent. And, and there's a lot of people like, like me. I mean, I, it might not be the 30 and under age group or whatever, but my, my money's green too, and I make noise at games too. And, and when people complain that, oh, the, station, uh, the stadium got taken over by Eagles or Cowboys fans, that's not going to change because it's a large segment of the Redskins fan base that is checked out. And, and I know, and I'm not putting this only on you because I hear that all the time on that station, and, and it's, but it's the truth. You know, it's just the truth. So I had to get that off my chest because it's starting to frustrate me because a lot of the fan base here is being ignored, like like we don't matter. But my money's green, too, so, you know, it does matter. Um, and anyway, I appreciate the, uh, the time for the rant here. <laughs> All right, Joe, thanks. Yeah, we, we appreciate your call, Joe, but is the name being changed what's going to get you to stop? What about the lack of success over the last 30 years? Exactly. That, that, and I made that point earlier in the show, Now I was like, listen, you've had 30 years of mishaps, mismanagement. Plenty of hills to die. Dumb free agent <laughs> signings. I mean, you name it. Any, any of those reasons would be a good enough reason to stop rooting for the team. And the name is what did it for you. Trust me, I understand people are upset about the name. That's fine. And I understand that there's a segment of the fans that's never coming back. But if this team wins another Super Bowl... They're gonna. It's gonna dwarf anything that the Nats and Capitals did by at least two times. I guarantee it. I will stake every ounce of my net worth, my self worth, on that statement right there. If the Commanders, whatever the hell their name is, go and win another Super Bowl, they will garner more support in the city than any team ever will. I guarantee it. The football town, man. It's the NFL. It's exactly. the NFL is king, king. Yep. always. And 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 for Joe, who and again, I, I appreciate him calling, who's apparently not going to games anymore, hasn't watched any games recently. You understand that the NFL is just destroying viewing records for the for the amount of uh, viewership that these championship games, these divisional games have had. I get it. I get why you're upset. But, dude, the, mo- the moneymaker is still printing. The NFL is that moneymaker, and it's printing, all right? It's not, it's not going to stop just because you stop rooting for the team. That's the point. And if they start winning, there are a lot of people. That, that are going to come back and, and start rooting for this team again. So do we have time for another uh, a call now? Okay, cool. Let's go to Rob in D.C. Rob, what's going on? What's going on, guys? I, again, I think you're right. It, it is a, um, you know, you have to win for people to get excited, right? Mm-hmm. I'm born and raised here in D.C. I love this team. I've loved everything about this team, Caps, Wizards, uh, Nats, right? I'm a homer. Um, but there's just something about this football team that kind of lingers over them, right? Yeah, I agree I don't with know, you. know, some people say, hey, it's the ownership. And can I disagree with them? No. Some people say, listen, no one wants to get in a four-hour drive to go to the stadium or an hour of walk up the hill or yep. a mile up the hill yep. to get to the stadium. Can I disagree with them? No. There are so many things that are just playing against this team that ownership just adds on to it, right? It's the uh, cream cream on top, right? Mm-hmm. What breaks the camel's back, you know, that straw that breaks the camel's back, is that I think this team isn't winning. Now, why aren't they winning? And I think that has to do all with in-house, right? Yeah. Look at the teams that are winning. Right. Look at it and how they're structured. And 
listen, I come from a business background and has nothing to do with sports, but some things can correlate. And one thing that correlates with each other is that everything starts from the top. If you don't have good, great leadership, what you hire resembles you. So, um, so yeah, yeah. I right. think people will eventually come back, but it's going to be hard. Yeah, Rob, that's a great call. I really, first of all, I appreciate it, but I think that's a. I think he nailed it. By the way, there there is a, just a bizarre shadow that looms over this franchise, and I, I think it's Dan Snyder. I, I really do because when you start to talk about the way that a football team operates, he's the only consistent thing, and that's uh, who. Joe, who called us earlier, was talking about how we liked the Redskins. We liked their team. I, I get all of that, right? The, first of all, the, the colors didn't change. The name changed. But the team changes every couple of years. We're not talking about most of the same guys that were here 10 years ago. They're, all, they're almost all gone. So, I, again, great call from Rob. We've got a few more callers on the line that we'll get to on the other side of this break. i got to get out of here. I'm already over, but we'll be right back. You're listening to 106.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 